Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ches in Shkom. Daf Ches. And today we learn for Elu Neshama of Moshe Smith's father, Baruch Ben Avram David Smith, whose yard site, 22nd yard site is today, Tesayin Nisan. And we learn for a Rafur Shlema for his granddaughter, Tova Miriam Bas Tvora Mindel. Okay, we'll start from the bottom of Zion Amid Bays. Bottom of Zion Bays, the Mishnah near the bottom of the page, the beginning of the third parak. We learned before that you have to give all the money for the new Karbonos by the first of Nisan. That's why they call it out on, uh, they remind you in the beginning of Adar. Now, once the money has been collected, they withdraw money, they extract money from this temple treasury, we'll call it. It's like a big room. They withdraw it three times a year. When is that? Befrosa Pesach. 15 days before Pesach, Befrosatzeros, 15 days before Shvuas, Befrosachag, 15 days before Chag. Pros means half, like Chatsi uh, Pras, means half of the days um, that uh, are allotted for Dorshim Behilchos Chag. In other words, uh, 30 days before each of the Chag, we, uh, we, they Darshan for, um, <coughs> they, they Darshan, you know, the Hilchos Chag, they have questions, etc. Excuse me a second, let me see here. We have to <coughs> mute the uh, background noise here. <coughs> Excuse me, okay. All right. <coughs> so, 15 days before each of the Chag, which is half the time, half of the 30-day period <coughs> before the Chag in which they study the Hilchos Chag. So, 15 days before them, they, those are the times that we withdraw money to buy Kerbonos. Now, not only is that the time that we withdraw the money and we purchase animals for the carbonos of the tzibur, but that's also the time for meiser behemah. What's meiser behemah? <clears throat> the normal meiser we speak about is grains, that you have to give uh, 10%, let's say, of your grain to the levy and 10% to the oni or meiser sheni, depending on the year, etc. That's after you took off truma. There's also meiser behemah. If you have cattle, cows... So you have to give one out of every 10 uh, as a carbon. Now, the carbon is not a terrible carbon. It's, it's, it's uh, a kachim column, which means you get to eat most of it. You just have to be makter, the emurim, the fatty parts, the, the kloyos, and the aserosol kaved. Those things have to be uh, burned. But basically, you get to eat it, so it's not like a very expensive carbon to bring. But you have to give one out of 10 of each of your cows. And if you have sown... Goats and sheep, goats and sheep can be mixed together. You can have like, you know, five and five or seven and three, whatever. One out of every 10, you give as car- as a carbon. You got to bring it to Shalayim, you bring it as a carbon, you eat it there. So that's also the time, they called that gronos. Gronos really means the granary for the grain, but they called it also Meiser Bahama, meaning at those three times a year, Diver Bekiva, Bekiva says, they also remind you that's the time when you're supposed to give Meiser Bahama. Technically, if you have one cow or two cows or you have... Um, uh, uh, goats or sheep, you can eat, you can check them and eat them without taking miser. But once you have 10, you're supposed to take miser. So if you have 10 together, so people could cheat, right? They don't have to. There's other, many other ways to get out of giving miser by having a partner, as we learned before, if you bought it, whatever. But, uh, uh, but basically, the rabbis reminded you three times a year to give your miser behemoth. Why did they tell you to give miser behemoth? The Gemara, Gemara in, uh, in Bechorus talks about this, we'll mention it in the Gemara too, that um, the idea is that 
you, we wanted, he was going to explain why. Why do we want it three times a year? The Gemara will send this because we want to have animals available. You see, people people want to give mice raiment, but they they didn't give it yet. So if they didn't give it yet, they're not going to sell their regular, the other nine animals. They won't sell their animals. They won't be carbonos. There won't be animals to bring carbonos for the Amim Tovim. So they said at this time of the year also, people should give their mice And then if you give one out of 10 as mice raiment, so the other nine will be available to be sold to the Ole Regal. So Ben Azai Omer, so, so Rabbi Kiva said it's the same three times, 15 days before each of the Yom Tovim. That's the time when you're supposed to bring your Maiser Behemoth. Ben Azai Omer, now if you didn't give it, you could still give it later, but that's what the rabbis instituted. Ben Azai Omer, Basim Ratish not exactly 15 days before, but the 29th of Adar. He says the 29th of Adar because it doesn't always work out uh, that there's, that Adar has, uh, sometimes it's Mole, sometimes it's Chaser, so he says they always do it on the 29th. He doesn't allow 15 days before Shavuos, but rather the first day of Sivan, rather Rechab more That's also because not as, not as, there are not as many animals available between Pesach and Shavuos. Pesach and Shavuos is only seven weeks as we've started to count now, right? So it's a shorter period of time than all the way up to Nisan or the way all the way up to Tishrei. And on the 29th day of Av, in other words, well before, well before um, uh, Chag Sukos. We'll see why the Gemara will talk about this. Rabbi Lezor, Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Becha ben Nisan, the first of Nisan. Okay, the first of Nisan. That's 15 days before, because it depends if there's, he says it's not the 29th of Ador, but it's rather the first of Nisan, because he holds always, that, that it's always 15 days, the 15 days before. Becha ben Sivan. He agrees with the other second opinion that it's, that Vaishvuas, it's the first of Sivan, not 15 days before. Bechav Tespa Elul. Not and this is based on the Gemara. We'll explain the Gemara. We'll, we'll describe this. Why they say the 29th of El? If you're talking about 15 days before Sukkot, so why Chavtes El? Mela Chavtes Av. That's because he holds it's a different year. As we'll explain the Gemara. But why? Why the 29th of El? If you don't give the Vf Shalas or Yontif, you don't take Meisr and Yontif. It's like fixing. You don't take Meisr and Yontif. Therefore, they did 29th of El. So there's three different opinions as to when they give the Meisr Bahama. Was it 15 days before each of the Chag? Benazai said, no, he says it was the 29th of Adra, the 1st of Sivan, and the 29th of Av. And Lazar Shimon says, Echab Nisim, Echab Sivan, Chavtes Be'el. Says the Gemara Kolhan, Kolhain the Taninan. Pras palga. What does we mean when we say pras palga palga? The lamid yom karam lemoid deshadoshim chas. When we said over here prosa pesach prosa tzeres pesach, I said it's fifteen years before. What does it mean fifteen? Means half. Half of what? So like we explained, it's half of the time which we allot for darshing behilchas achag. You're supposed to darshan three days before. The hain gronos, and that's also the time for ma'aseh. Why are those the time? They pay percolator. Those are the times when the animals give birth. In other words. Uh, that area, that time before the three Chagim is really, the, those are the three seasons which the animals give birth. So it corresponds to that. That's when there are plenty of animals around. That's when the rabbi said, give Meisr Behemoth then. They add on. It's a different explanation, but it's really based on that too. <coughs> it's, it's the idea that <coughs> we want animals available for the Lerego. So if you don't tell people to give Meisr Behemoth, they'll, they'll hold back. They're not going to give, they didn't take the Meisr Behemoth yet. So if they didn't take Meisr Behemoth, they won't sell the other animals. They want to do Meisr Behemoth because Meisr Behemoth is not a difficult, expensive, uh, uh, expensive expedition because you get to keep the animal anyway. You just have to be, bring it in your shalim and you can eat it there. So people want to do that mitzvah. 
And this way, if they take the mice from there'll be other the other animals that they have will be available to be sold to the Ole Regal. So that's why they instituted it at that time. Not only because that's the time where the animals give birth, but it's also it's to make the that this way you'll have more animals available for the Ole Regal. Also, when they bring their animals, uh to Shalayim before the Chagim, they'll also remember to bring their grain. So if they have to bring Maisa Shani to Shalayim, etc. They will be able to do it. They won't be over in Baltachar, which means if you, Baltachar means if you delay bringing it for more than Sholosh Regolim, you're over on that lav. Amr Biosi, Kol Hamasha Tivlo, over on Baltachar. Whoever leaves his Tevlo and doesn't bring it on time, uh, he's over on this Isra of Baltachar. In other words, it's not only Karbonus, it's also for the grain. Taman Tanina, and we learn like this. In Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara says, Rame Omer, what is the Rosh Hashanah from Eisabhema. So he learns it's not the regular year of Tishrei through Elul, but rather the first of Elul is Rosh Hashanah. The year ends on that. And that corresponds with Rameyar Shita in our Mishnah. Right? We didn't have Rameyar Shita in the Mishnah. It's really Ben Azai. We'll see, we'll see what Ben Azai Shita is here based on this. Rameyar says, Bechabel Rosh Hashanah meaning. What's the what's the uh, what's the machlokas here? Rablazar Shimonomer Bechabatishre, the regular New Year is the year for Meiser Behema, meaning all animals born within that year go into the Meiser Behema. If you have ten animals who are born in that year, you give one out of ten. If you only had nine that are born in that year and one born in the next year, even a day later, it doesn't count. You don't have ten, you don't give Meiser Behema. So Rablazar Shimonom Bechabatishra, Benazi Omerha Lula Masasrim Bifnaasmam. He says no. Elul, we'll see Ben Azai says it was a sheet one way, a sheet another way, so he's not sure, is Elul part of the previous year, like Reb Lezer Shimon say, or like Rameyer says, Elul is beginning of the new year. Since he's not sure, he says, all the animals born in Elul have to be brought by themselves, because you can't mix it with Av, because maybe Rosh Hashanah was the beginning of Elul, you can't mix it with Tishrei, because maybe, maybe Elul was the end of the previous year. So therefore, if you have 10 animals born in Elul, those are, you give those mice by themselves, but you don't mix up, certainly you don't mix up Av with Tishrei, and you don't mix up Elul with any other month. Amr Afuna, time of Rameyer, what's Rameyer's reasoning? Ad Kanhei Mesatsos Leilet. Rameyer who says that what, that when's Rosh Hashanah for Meisr Behema? Not, just like we have a different Rosh Hashanah for, uh, for Ilanos, right? We have Tu Bishvat. So we have different Rosh Hashanah for Meisr Behema. Why? Because that's when they finish giving birth. At the end of Av is when they finish giving birth by the Av, and therefore Elul is already the new year. Same as Matzah's Leil, that's one thing that is. Many Ashenis, from the old ones, meaning the ones who gave birth of the small animals who give birth, their gestation period is five months, so the ones who gave birth before Nisan, they've been given birth by now. Afterwards, after Elul, they start giving birth from the ones who, who became pregnant after Nisan. After the, so to speak, the new year of the of the year that we count from Nisan, so that's the machlokas between Rameir and uh, that's why Rameir Shita says why that's why Rameir says that the new year starts from from uh, Elul for when it comes to my Rameir. Yosi Brabon B'shem Rafuna says time to Rablaz Rabshim. What's their reasoning? He says no because the pasuk says love shu karmatzon. Pasuk tell him says that the 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 flocks will be pregnant, will be dressed, so to speak. Those are the ones who give birth early. Meaning the ones who gave birth, let's say before Elul, Vamokmiat Vuvar, and the um, the the ones in the valley are covered with fodder. Meaning the ones who give birth, Elul fails. Those are the ones who give birth later. Meaning later in when the when the uh, valley the fields are full of of tfu, of grain. 
Those are the ones who give birth, give birth later. Yisroaru af yashiru. So Yisroaru is darshan as Yisroaru, like Rayim, they are friends. Af yashiru, yashiru, as if it says, uh, give Misa. They will give Misa that both the early ones and the late ones will be Misa together. They all come into the deer, meaning into the barn, where you have to go in a barn and you sing, and you, you pass them through single file. You count one, two, three, and the tenth one is Misa. That's what we say, uh, like, you know, like uh, before in Rosh Hashanah, we say that we are counted, like we go through, like uh, like a person counting, like the farmer counting the uh, animals one by one as he gets to number 10, the 10th one's Miser. So the same thing over here, the, the early ones and the late ones, they all go together. So the Rabbanans say the ones who gave birth earlier, meaning the ones who got pregnant before Nisan and the one who gets pregnant after Nisan, even though they gave birth in Elul, they all go into the deer, into the, they go counted together, the Meiser is given for them together. So that's the Machlokas between Rameir, who says that Rosh Hashanah for animals is, is the beginning of Elul, and the, and the other rabbis who say, Rabbi Lezer of Shimon, who say that it's from the beginning of Tishrei. Omer Ben, Omer ben Azai, since these say this and these say this, Rameir says one way, the other ones say another way, we're not sure. So the ones born in Elul, you have to give Maestro on them by themselves, meaning you can't mix them with the earlier with the early ones, because maybe Maestro Bahamas, Rosh Hashanah for them is beginning of Elul, and you can't mix them with Tishrei, because maybe Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, you have to, uh, the ones born in, in Elul, you give Meister and them separately because then you know whatever L is, it's part of the same year, whatever L is. Okay, so, so how do you describe this? How do you figure this out? If you had five animals born, let's say five cows in Av and five in Elul, and five in Tishrei, you, you don't give Meister, you don't give Meister Bahama because you don't necessarily have um, five, you don't have ten in the same year, because we don't know. Av and Tishrei certainly don't mix. Tishrei is two months after Av. And Elul, you don't know which one to mix it with. Let's say five are born in Tishrei and five are born Ba'av in Av 11 months later, then Harel and those can be added because they're from the same year either way, right? Because whether you say Rosh Hashanah is in Tishrei or Rosh Hashanah is in Elul, either way, Tishrei and the, and the Av following that the next summer, they're certainly in the same year. So now the Gemara deals with Benazai's lotion. Benazai Machria, I'll do very... But did, it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah? Mm-hmm. There, there weren't... If, if one... Five were born in Tishrei and five in Av, didn't you already go over a parak? Oh. What happened to Nisan? Ah, very good. Sivan? Very good. If you still have the five from Tishrei, sure, you should have given them, you should have given them, let's say, in Nisan, right? But you didn't have any more. If you're talking about you only had five, you can't give Meister unless there's ten. In Nisan, you only you still only had the, you had five born in Tishrei, and that's all you had. Comes Nisan, you still have the same five. You didn't shech, if you didn't shech them yet. Now, when it comes to Av, you can add those five from Av to the early ones from Tishrei. Correct. But had you had if you had five more in Nisan, you would have given them them. That's all you would. That's then you would have, you would have taken Meister then. So in the Gemara now says Ben Azai Machriel Divrei Tamida. What do you mean, Ben Azai? Even though he was a contemporary of these other rabbis. But uh, he was greater than them. So therefore, what is he saying? He's saying he's not sure. He says, well, since these say these, these say this, I'll, I'll, I'm not sure which way to go. These are his, his, he was greater than them. He should have given his own opinion, so to speak. Who is he going by? So, <clears throat> um, 
So what does that mean? But Ramei and Reb Shimon, even though they were in his time, but they were much smaller than, had a small stature than him. So he's not sure. He's like saying, I'm not sure which one of my Talmudim to go with. Does that make sense? The truth is, this machlok between Rameir on the one hand, and Reb Shimon on the other hand, was really the same as an earlier machlok between, you know, fathers of the world, greater people. And who are they? Who are they? He's who were much greater than Reb Shimon, let's say, and Rameir. Right? They were Tamidim of, of Reb Kiva. So the Gemara says, so Samara, so you see from over here that Benazai, Chavar Vetalmud Hayyid Reb Kiva. He was a colleague and a Talmud of Reb Kiva. In other words, since you say over here, right, uh, that um, he, he doesn't, he didn't say, my Rebbe, Rabbi Kiva, right? Ben Azai wasn't as great as Rabbi Kiva, perhaps. So if he, if he should have called Rabbi Kiva's Rebbe, but he didn't. It's mashma that he would have been like an equal colleague of his. Why? Because him Toma Rebbe, if he was his, if Rabbi Kiva was his Rebbe, Isparnash Omer Larabe, would a person say about his master, his Rebbe, hold the Elu Omakach, Elu Omakach, these and these. You don't talk about your Rebbe that way. You would have said, since my Rebbe says this and my other Rebbe says that, that's how he would have spoken. Since he didn't say that way, it's mashma that he can, he was like a contemporary of Rabbi Kiva. He learned it from the following thing that he is a colleague of Rabbi Kiva, because the Gemara Babasa there talks about if a house fell on two members of the family, you're not sure who had died first, who gets the Yerusha, etc. Let's say a mother and a son died uh, in, in, a, in a building collapse, and you're not sure who gets the Yerusha, etc. So he, who gets the Yerusha, Amrlei. So there's a machlok, so it brings down several machloks between Basham Basil. And Rabbi Kiva says, uh, Rabbi Kiva says, this is also a machlokas. Omelet ben Azai, so ben Azai said, Allah mitzahar, we're mitzahar about the earlier ones that they argue about. And, but on this we feel that Beisol Meisham may say the same halacha. Even what we feel is the same. You want to come and say that this is also a machlokas? So since he spoke to, ben Azai spoke to Rabbi Kiva that way, so Samaris ben Azai, chavar tamar Rabbi Kiva. Right, if it's mashma that he was also a Talmud, he was also a colleague of Rabbi Kiva. He wasn't simply a student. Im Rabbi Avi, if Rabbi Kiva, if Benazi would have considered Rabbi Kiva to be his Rabbi, is Barnasham Rabbi would he would he have spoken that way and said El Shabbos Lachlikalein Now you're coming to say this is also Machlokas. Would he have spoken such so disrespectfully to his Rabbi? So you see from up here also that Benazi. Uh, was also a uh, was a colleague of Rabbi Kiva, not a, not just a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. The Gemara in Bechorah says like this: the last parak in Bechorah is actually talks of his Meiser Behemah. That's really the source of all these Meiser Behemah. We learn over there: whoever's born, whichever animals are bought. Again, we're talking about either cows or flocks, meaning meaning goats and sheep. If they're born bef- between beginning of Tishrei and end of Al, that's all one year. Again, if, if five are born before Rosh Hashanah and five after, they're not from the same year. But let's say five are before the Goran. This brings up what Avram said before. Let's say five are born in Tishri before the Goran. And after Nisan, they could be Mitzarf. In other words, the rabbi said three times a year you should take make sure you take uh, take Meiser Behema. But it's not like that uh, That if you're from two different parts of those Let's say the, the, the years divide up into three. So you, you don't say if, the, if you, one from the first 30 year, one from the last 30 year, they're not mitzvah. They are mitzvah. It's just that you should take uh, Meister in those times. 
When it comes to what's the rules? When it comes to trees, what's considered the, when the tree is, is the, that year? At the time that it blossoms, chenet is the time that it blossoms. When it comes to grain, it's when it's a third grown. When it's a third grown, then it's right to be eaten. If it's not a third grown, it's not right to be eaten yet. So if it's a third grown, it's right to be eaten. And then you take miser. So he's over here, listen to this. By behemoth's mashma, the rabbis didn't make it when they said three times a year, right? There was three times a year, and including up until the end of Elul. Smashma, they didn't make it like trees or like grain. Why? If it would be like like trees, meaning as soon as it blossomed, listen, they call them Mubarmech with Why don't you say the year goes if they're if they are uh, conceived, if they're pregnant? And as if the animal's pregnant from the beginning of Tishrei, sometime beginning of Tishrei till the end of El, that's the year. If it's conceived in that year, you go by that year. The animal is an animal of that year. For Meiser, if it was conceived that year, similar to, an, to a tree blossoming. And we don't go by when it's conceived, we go by when it's born. If you say, if it has to be a regular, like, like, like the third of grain, where grain where it's edible, well, when is, when is Meiser Behemah edible? Not when it's born, remember? What are we going to read this morning, Michael, in a few minutes? You can only bring it as a car, but any carbon has to be at least eight days old. So if it has to be eight days old for it to be edible, so if you say it's like grain, so listen, they call it it's going to be born until the 22nd of El, meaning you could bring it as a carbon, still that it's edible that year. Why till the end of El? The end of El, if even it's born, the end of El, you can't eat it for at least eight days. So it's already the next year. So it's mashma that the rabbis didn't make Maizrema neither like trees nor like grain. So Rav Shammai B'Shem Rabbi Chiev says, no, Kishlisha also. So you're right, it's not, it's not true. It is really like grain. It's got to be edible. But it goes like Rav Shammai, even though you can't eat it, you can take Maizrema. You can give Maizrema as soon as the animal's born. If the animal's born 29th, you had nine animals, and one's born 29th of Elul, you could be a miser that day, including that animal. Even though you can't eat that particular one until later on, but Reb Shimon holds you can take miser behemoth that way too. That's only Reb Shimon Shita. Come Reb Manim, Reb Shemai, Reb Manim got up against Reb Shammai, rather, Reb Shammai, and he said, I understand. This is what you say, that we're going like Reb Shimon? What about what we learned there? We just learned in Baiser Behemoth, it said it also in Agamar here, that, <clears throat> that it said it in Rosh Hashanah, both in Rosh Hashanah and in Bechoros, it said that Elulim are Mesasar by themselves. When Ben said all that Elul, animals born in Elul, <clears throat> you have to take a mice from them by themselves because he can't be included in the previous year in, in Av because maybe that's a previous year and you can't include him in Tishrei because maybe that's the that's a new year. So when he said all of them born in El, didn't he mean didn't he mean even born in all of El from the first of El to the end? So when he said that, are you going to say also Ben Azekar Shimon or Ben Azekar Shimon? Even though you can't eat it, but you could still take mice from. Is he going to say that Ben Azekar also Azekar Shimon or Shimon is a shitas yachav lo kerabanan? The rabbanan say you can't take mice or behemoth until you, it's edible, until you can eat it. You bring carbon, got to be able that day, right? You can't take you can't take mice. In other words. Of course, when you're makrovit, you have to eat it that day. But we're talking about when you're it, when you set it aside as a maizer mehema. <clears throat> Reb Shimon says you can give maizer mehema even though you can't eat it. The Rabbanan disagree. Are you going to say it also goes like the Rab- like Reb Shimon, not like the Rabbanan? Because he, he says the whole month of El. But rather, come on, I'm a Rabban, just like you say, how do you explain the sheet of the Rabban who say you can only take maizer mehema on an animal that's edible? Menich l'shan abba, v'hemis asin im b'nei What you do is this. 
Sure, the animals, you could only give uh, mice or behemoth on all animals that were born in the same year. Okay, so let's say animals are born on the 25th or the 29th of Elul. So you can't eat it yet, fine. So you can't eat it yet, don't take mice yet. You wait a few days into the next year, uh, towards the end of a you take mice on, on 10 animals that were born in that previous year, including the 29th of Elul. So you leave them to Visra. You can say the You don't have to say the Benazai holds like Rab Shimon. You could take mice from him even on an animal that can't be eaten yet because it's not eight days old. No. He says animals born in Elul, you give mice for themselves. It doesn't mean you have to give it in Elul. All the animals that you have 15 or 20 animals, you have, 15, let's say, 15 animals born in Elul. The whole month of Elul, from beginning to the end. Okay, when most of them are born near the end of the month. So wait, uh, whatever, five, six, eight days into Tishrei, and then take Miser on all those animals by themselves. Just mark them. It's the same thing over here. That's what we're saying over here, too, that <clears throat> this is not a kasha. The truth is, yeah, the, the, the animals are also, when they're edible, that's when you give Miser Behemoth. But it doesn't mean to say that they had to be born and give Maeserim on the same day. They could have been born towards the end of the year, right, towards the end of El, and you give Maeser eight days later with other animals born in that year. So, yes, Maeserim is also like grains that have to be edible when you take the Maeserim, but it doesn't mean that they had to be, um, that they had to be born with eight days left in the year. You didn't have to do that. The birth goes by year. In other words, you go in the in terms of deciding how old an animal is, you go the day it's born. The day it's born is what you count for. That was the year that it was born. And you look at the day it was born, that, that, it, that, it, that, it, that it was born, what year was that in? However, when it comes to being mocker of the animal, then you have to wait eight days. That's a separate thing. So Rechia says, you see from here that a bachor, not a, not miser, but a bachor, which is mechusser's man, even though it's not eight days old, it still counts those days. You don't count, start counting. The, a bachor has to be brought as a carbon, um, a bachor of an animal, uh, within a year. But when does the year start? The day it was born. Even though you can't bring it as a carbon for eight days. As the Pasuk says, right? You can only bring it as a carbon, but you don't count the year from the from the time that you could bring it as a carbon, eight days, when it's eight days old. You count it from the day that it's born. In fact, Mephar says over here, we have the Gemara also, that you count even hours when it comes to animals. If it was born at 10 o'clock in the morning, it's got to you have exactly one year till 10 o'clock in the following year. When the Pusik says, which we're also going to lay in this week, okay, it said, any Bukhor that's born, a firstborn, a firstborn to its mother of an animal of a shore, Kesavoes, that is automatically a Bukhor, you have to be bearing it as a carbon, give it to the coin, the coin gets that, you don't get to eat that, give that to the coin. From the day that it's born, you count its year. It's got to be within the, 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 the So the day of birth counts for what year it's born in and giving it a, year, a period of a year. However, uh, the uh, you can bring it as a carbon only from eight days on, and that's when it's edible. So that in that way, it's similar to the grain. Says the Mishnah, We said before that they remove, they extract the cash from the, the coins, from the kupa, from the lishcha in the azara, three times a year when they remove it, they remove it in three boxes. 
We'll see it's in three boxes. They write on each of the boxes. They number them. Aleph, Beis, Gimel. Rabbi Shmuel says, Yavonis, that was the lingua franca there. They, they spoke in Greek then, Kosovalein. Alpha, Beta, Gamma. So whatever you mark them, basically one, two, three. And we'll see the purpose of that is because the ones that are removed first, you should do the mitzvahs with those first and give those, use those funds first for Karbonus. And then when you're finished with the first, you go to the second and the third. Enotarm Nichnos, Lova Parker. The person who goes in, the coin who's assigned to go in and remove the money should not go in basically with pockets. <laughs> Don't wear any clothes that have pockets in it. But pagir chafus means with a, a garment that has like a seam that's folded over. You know, you fold it over because then it looks like you might hide some money in there. Vlamino shouldn't wear uh, shoes, low sandals, sandals, low tefillin. Vlokami shouldn't wear even a tefillin or an amulet because he might, he might be suspected of hiding some money in, in the knots or whatever of the, uh, of the uh, tefillin or the, uh, or the garments in the seams. Shemayani, because maybe that person will become poor. Beyond people say, oh, may He got, became poor from stealing from the lishka of the, the treasury. Oh, or maybe he'll become rich. He became rich by stealing all that money. A person has to be, uh, has to uh, show honesty, display honesty, <coughs> even can I get Brios, even though if he's honest with God, just like he has to be honest with God, he has to uh, show that above board, that you know, go beyond uh, uh, and have what we would call today transparency, right? He's got to show full transparency that everything is, is he's doing everything honestly. You should be clean and honest, innocent, both from God and from Israel. And he will find grace and, and you know, find good uh, kavod, on both in the eyes of God and in the eyes of man. Tamantaninan, we learn <coughs> that uh, when, it, on, on, when it comes to Hilchah Shabbos, let's say if the Tamidim have to sit and learn on the Shir on Shabbos, you're allowed to move the boxes over there, the boxes that have grain, even four or five. So, Shal, how big are these boxes? So, we learn in Amalei. Well, let's learn what's concealed, what's not open, which we don't know, from the things which are explicit. In other words, there it doesn't say how big the kupos are. But over here, Bishalish kupos, in our mish, it says, how big are boxes, a regular kupa, what's a standard? It all, it all holds three saw, three um, uh, measures of grain. So, the time of Bishalish kupos, our mish says, or the tanan, Bishalish kupos, Bishalish son. Our mission says, what, you can, three boxes, each, each box holds three saw. Shane tissue, which is a total, three times three is nine. Shane Esther and Vesheva, and we said that you do it three times a year, right? Beprosesh, of the, 15 days before each of the Chagim. So, uh, so nine times three, that's three times a year. So nine times three is 27. 27, so in and it says, Aleph, Beis, Gimel. So you see over here that how big is a kupa? Just like a kupa holds three saw, that's three measures, volume measures of coins or grain, whatever it is. So you learn out from our Mishnah that how, how big a box is. Why does it say, Because again, the order in which you pull out the money, that's the mitzvah which you should do the mitzvahs first and buy the korbanos with that money, first, second, and third. Tamantani, we learn over there, Gmar and Shabbos says, how much, do you, how much wine do you have to carry out? 
to be chayev for carrying on Shabbos. Enough to mix a cup. Remember, the wine they had was undiluted and they mixed it with three parts water to one part wine. So it says, Okay, it says, it says enough to mix a cup. But how, much is, how big is a cup? Even if you say, I understand it's three parts water to one part wine, how big is that? So first, again, we'll learn what's concealed, what's not revealed from something which is explicit. The Tanrav we just had that in Arve Psachim, right? We just learned, we just uh, celebrated the other night. Tanrav Kiyah, Arba Kosos, the four Kosos we have on Leila Seder Shamru, Yeshna Revias, Shalyayim Italki. Altogether, they comprise a Revias of Italian wine. All four of them together have the undiluted Italian wine of a Revias. Now, they still didn't know how much that is in cc's or milliliters as we measure today. They didn't have that, but that's what first we said. It's, it's Revias or Italki. Um, so that's how, that's how big. Uh, it, it, that's how big it is. In other words, how big is a kos? A kos holds four, um, uh, 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 holds a revius of undiluted uh, Italian wine. This she goes like a beauty, the tunny. We learn how much water do you have to take out to be chayev? Kedegamiya, enough to swallow. In other words, a mouthful. Enough to rub an eye salve together. We'd mix water with the salve to, uh, to make it uh, proper, you know, to, to get the right proportion for it. That's how much water you need. Yayin kidegamia. Again, the Tanakhama says enough to a mouthful. So Rabbiuda says the same shita that it's enough to, to mix a kos. So you see that this shita of kidegamizikos is really the author of that is Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, again, so you see that, but how much is that? That's the, it's an, it's a revius of Italian wine. That's how big a coast is. Muzu become, what happens if it's already undiluted, if it's, if it's already diluted? Muzu become, if I can't, it goes, so the Gemara is going to say, it's the same shear. Nishma min adog, we look from here, the same Mishnah, it says, Mayim kedegimeh, how much water do you have to take on Shabbos to be chayev? Enough for a mouth, or a beautiful mekedeh lashibar, enough to mix or to rub an eye, an eye self. Yain kedegimeh, enough to a mouthful, according to the camera, beautiful mekedeh mezigas hakos. So again, the mezigas hakos, whether you're talking um, undiluted wine, undiluted wine, is enough to mix a cup, meaning you take three parts of water against that that against that one uh, quarter. Uh, it's really a quarter of a revius to make to make a, a full revius revius. And the same thing in reverse. How much wine do you have to take out, which is diluted? Also, which is also the same revius. Either way, it's a revius of wine. But we're talking about enough to make a revius if it's undiluted. Then it means it's a quarter of that, which you're going to mix with three parts water. And if it's already been diluted, that means it's already got the three parts water and it's a full revius. So you see that how much, so either way, how much do you, how much, how much do you have to carry out? Enough to make a coast, enough to make a coast. So if it's undiluted, it's a full revius. If it's, uh, I mean, if it's undiluted, it's, it's a quarter of a revius. And if it's diluted, then it's a full revius. How much is the coast, though? We said there it's a mezikas a coast, so we understand that it's uh, three parts water against one against one part wine. And we said how much is that revius? It's a revius. It's a revius of of yayin italki. But we still don't know how much is that in our measurements. So in those measurements, they said rabban omer titrato and revia. Titratum was a measure that they were familiar with. He says that plus a quarter of that that equals a revius. So again, 
you know, how big is that? That today we have all these different cheetahs, anywhere from somewhere in the 50 cc's all the way up to 150, right? So that's the question, how much is a revius? Can you drink them together? When we're talking about the, we were just talking about the, the, the four cups of wine on Leila Seder, can you drink them one after another? In other words, do you have to have, do you have to say part of the I got in between? Or if, let's say you drank them together, you didn't stop to read the I got in between. So regarding how Imsham Basic Knesses, our as we say it in the Basic Knesses in Shul at Marav Leila Seder, and then we say it over at the at the Haggadah, and when we read the Haggadah, Rabbi Yossi said, if you, said, if you heard in the basic Knesset, you, you don't have to say it again at the Haggadah. So, so therefore, there's nothing to interrupt between the third and the fourth cup. So So you see that you could drink them together, because if you said you're Yotze, and you don't have to say Hal again, so what's separating between the third and the fourth uh, cups of wine? Nothing. Obviously, you could drink them together. Can you drink them uh, in, in intervals, meaning if you have one, each of the four cups, let's say, do you have to drink in one shot? Or can you just, you know, drink a little bit, then wait a little bit, drink a little bit more, then drink a little more? What can you do? So it's We said you should drink, not that you should drink and get chicker. So if it would make you drunk uh, by drinking it in one big shot, you could drink it in different stages. You could drink a little bit at a time, take a few minutes to drink it. So they're from Shasabiska, so obviously you won't get drunk that way. So there's nothing wrong with drinking a little bit at a time. You don't have to drink it in one swallow. You could drink a little bit, then take a little bit. That's okay. Can you have to get rid of Bismana beer? But you could have, you could drink it, you're allowed to eat it, you just can't do business with it, you can't sell it. But can you be yotze with yain? Tanravoshi yotze miyayin shoshviyas. Maalotz bekunditin. Can you be yotze with spiced wine? Wine that is, has a little bit of flavor to it, it's got some honey in it and spices. So minatara bar kapar bar karla, the kunditin kiyayin. Yeah, that kunditin is like regular wine. Hadarmi yotze miyayin kunditin. You could be yotze with yisiyayin kunditin. You could be yotze de chavos, so you could fulfill your obligation. Maalotz miyayin mezugin. Can you be yotze with mixed wine? So either they didn't understand the previous price, or mezugan, according to one pirush here, is that uh, that it's got mo- much. It's more diluted. The normal dilution is three parts water to one part wine. Can you be yotze over here if it's more diluted than that? The four cups that you're yotze, you can be yotze whether it's raw wine, meaning undiluted. Or or mixed wine, as long as it has the taste of and the, and the appearance of wine. So therefore, this is also if it has the appearance of wine and has the taste of wine, even if it's more diluted than three parts water to one part wine, that's also okay. It's a mitzvah to be yotze. We should have had this. We had this already in in Avrib Sachem. It's repeating it again. We had Leil Seder in between the two. Lots of you should have red wine. Don't look at wine when it get when it's very red. Keitim because when you when you look at wine too much, you'll be enticed and you'll drink too much and you'll become inebriated. So therefore, he's telling you that you should be yotze. The wine that we drink on Leil Seder should be red wine. Tanim avushal kmetuval. If you have um, a boiled wine, wine that was uh, cooked wine. That it cooked it, it when it was cooked, it lost some of its um, strength. It wasn't as strong as it was. That's like spiced wine, and you're yotze. So my lots of so if it's like spiced wine, we said before kuditin, you could be yotze. What about lots of beyond bush? It could be yotze beyond bush. I'm revioni yotze beyond bush. You could be yotze beyond bush also. Why? Why did he say that? So Gemara says, Ravyona Tamei, Ravyona, when he drank wine which wasn't mavushal, he became drunk. So Ravyona, Kanavishasi, Abrakos, when he drank the four cups of wine to Pischa, 
He had a terrible headache until Shavuos. He couldn't get rid of his headache. Some of us have experienced that, right? That you couldn't get rid of the headache until Shavuos. So because of that, he said, you know what? You can cook the wine also before. It'll lose some of its potency. That's okay. Our Gavir says that this is going on. There's different Gersas, but Gersir is, uh, so one, when he had drank the wine, he was like really affected by the wine. And some old uh, Shiksa saw him, uh, with, a, with a radiant face, you know, from the wine had made him very red. Omra, she said, Saba, Saba, old man, uh, one of three things happen, or, or you, 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 you have experienced, or you are one of the following three things. Either you're drunk, or you lend money for interest, or you raise, uh, you raise swine. Meaning, these last two have a very e- are very easy to make profit without doing much work. You're a you're a money lender. You're a, you're a loan shark, or you raise uh, you raise uh, uh, pigs because these are considered not too much work and a lot of profit. Amr Allah, so he told her, let her spirit uh, of that lady let it blow up, let her suffer. Right? I don't have any of those three characters. Ella. Uh, my learning, I was thinking about my learning, right? I found a Chiddush in the Torah. It was Mechadr something. The Hachik the, the Pasik says, the, A person's wisdom brightens his face. In other words, it was my Torah learning which brightens my face. Ravu came to Tferia. saw him. They saw also that he had a radiant face. Ravu must have found a treasure. You should see how happy he is. The guy must have found a treasure. You should see his face. Also, Rabbi Yochanan came to visit him. What new learning have you heard? I found an old Tosefta that I wasn't aware of and I learned it. And I never. I was so happy when I learned it. Coralesse, Rabbi Yochanan said about him, In other words, Rabbi Yochanan knew right away, it wasn't that he had found money, but he knew as a chiddush, as I found an old tosefta that made him so happy. When you have a chiddush, he, a new thing that he'd never learned, that made him happy and that made his, his face uh, brighten up. Talking about the shirm of uh, Kosa Ravias, um, Rav Khan Rav Khan said, Log do raisa, the log of the raisa, Ravias is Ravias a log, what's log raisa? Tmunasa tika de muraisa de tzipore, is the equivalent of the old tmunu tmunta. Tmunta was an old measure, a measure that they had in the, uh, the, uh, the old measure in the tzipore that they used for measuring fish hash. So that was an old measure that was used. He said, that's the equivalent of the log. And I recognize it that in the house of Rav Yana, they used to measure that Tumanasa, they used to measure Dvash with it. In other words, I'm also familiar with that old measure. So he says, that's the Ravias, that's the log in the Torah. It's the same as this Tumunta of Tzipori. Tani Chatsi Shminis Tavernus, a half of an eighth or like a sixteenth of the Mida in Tveria, Hayashan of the old one, the, the, of the, the old Mida of, of Tfernus, like the, like the Tiberian measure, I think it means like a sixteenth of that, that is the equivalent of a Ravius. That's what he says, Tfernus, Midas Tverius Hayashanish, is a Ravius of the Torah, is the old, uh, is, is a sixteenth of the Tfernus Mida there. Amar Bilchan Hadain Didenhu, we have that measure now also. So, Velama Karla take us why was it called the old one? He says, Since it was also in Rabbi Yochanan's time, that Tavernus, why do they call it the old one? 
Some say the Avazir of ribs, so the old one was a little smaller, and now it became bigger. It was still called Tmernus. This Amri da Azira, that it became smaller again, but Azira Kamadavis. In other words, even after it became larger, it was made smaller again, but not as small as it was once upon a time. The point is, is that uh, that's the, the, the 16th of the old Tavernus Mida, that is the equivalent of the Revia. So we see different opinions as to what the Revia was. Was it the Teatro, Titartum, Revia? They were all giving measures that they were familiar with to try, like we do today. We say how many cc's it is or how many ml's it is. We try to figure out how much that Revia is, Bismanazat. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow from this fourth line. Mo'adim l'simchat, everybody. A good yantav, kaltav.